0: I think about her.
1: Welcome, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Guy Live, b Jam Session. That was The Panther by Manu D. Manu D. Make sure you check that out on Spotify. Man, I have an episode for y'all today. And you guys are going to be like, who do you have on for us today, Tim? Because we need to know. You know, it's actually two amazing friends that I've, you know, been grateful enough to get to know over these last couple of months, almost upwards to a year um, for one of them and, and Lindsay. But both of them are really, really stellar. But more importantly, they're part of Team Guide and they're part of the movement that we're leading and creating. And they're part of the big Black Tea family. And I'm super excited to have on the show today with me Lindsay and Cameron. Man, like I love these guys so much. And you, I love. This is how much I love them because we're actually building a movement together. And more importantly, they're really, really unique individuals that I want to introduce you all to because they're a part of the big black tea movement that everyone sees going on online, on their Twitter, on their IG. And we're gonna give you guys a backstory on how we came up with the brand, how it happened, where it was inspired from, and how we did it all during COVID, which is kind of like wild. With that said, let me go ahead and bring on Lindsay and Cameron. But before I do that, I want to show love if you're tuning in from Oakland, Show some love. Let us know in the comments. Please, we want to engage with you in the wonderful discussion we're about to have. In addition to that, if you're tuning in from elsewhere, the UK, Croatia, because I know I got some Croatian people who tunes in with me, or Russia, let us know, all right? With that said, so let's go ahead and bring on Lindsay and Cameron.
2: Cameron, Lindsay, what's up? What's, what's up, Ken? Thanks for having us on.
0: How are you two doing? Doing good. Doing well. Yeah,
3: yeah, In LA, in Los Angeles, you know, couldn't be better. <laughs> you know,
1: how so it, I I told you guys I'm gonna actually be in, all, in LA in like two weeks, but how's it? How's the weather looking out there right
3: now? Dude, you know, actually, today it was a little hazy, so the fires yeah. have been affecting a lot of the sun, yeah. but it's been for the most part, it's been clearing up, you know, classic 70 80 always, all the time. Not too bad. Yeah
2: up in the valley it's been like 100 105 actually it's been like pretty wild i keep seeing people posting their pumpkin spice lattes and all i want is like a ice water so it's really really wild wild
1: times man but you know we're all still kind of quarantining for some of us other states are really not quarantined at all, um, but you know I'm, I'm I'm grateful that you guys are taking care of yourselves and staying safe. But you know I want to dive deep because you know I, I think everyone sees Big Black Tea now. Everyone's like, "Yo, Tim, where did you come up with this? How did you and your team? How did you how did you guys come up with this in such a crazy fashion and out of nowhere?" But today on this episode, we're gonna give people the lowdown on how it all happened. And you know I, I first kind of want to go into how I met both Lindsay and Cameron. Guess where? It was literally, literally through LinkedIn. Through LinkedIn, got to know them, got to appreciate who they are, and then next thing you know, we're building a hell of a movement, and they're part of Team Guy. But you know, Liz, I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself and kind of all the things, all the cool things that you have your hands on.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh man. Well, the the big thing that you know I'm working on right now with Tim is, and Cam is big black tea, and that comes as a part of um, my background in e-commerce. And so Cam and I actually worked at an e-commerce company for like four or five years where we really got to understand like what it means to bring a product to market. Mm. So um, after, and my whole life was kind of wrapped up in that position at that company. And so I really did dive into what it looks like to you know bring a product to market and Cam and I actually um, launched our own side business from that and we um, ended up launching thank you cards on Amazon. And so that experience, which we have have are kind of leaving behind now and and looking forward to things like Big Black Tea, um, and then another side hustle that I have going on. But basically, the Amazon business helped me understand what a side hustle can look like, because my identity was so wrapped up in like my full time position. And I gave everything I had to that company. But it was um the amazon experience that really helped me understand okay i can build on the side and like i can make something happen in my free time um that i care about that i'm passionate about that i want to put myself into i'm really pumped to be doing that with big black tea and then the other thing i've got my hand in right now is called culture um it is with a woman named anna casey williams and she has a really awesome background um Specifically in the UK, with bringing healthy cultures into workplaces, specifically as they move into remote um, workplaces and remote cultures. So, yeah, it's it's been a really exciting um, season of life. I feel like I've got my hands in a couple of things that I actually really care about, and that's been the goal for me for a long time. So,
1: yeah. And you and Cameron, I mean, Cameron, I want you to share a little bit about your background because you both met in you know the the same place, Viral Launch, formerly where you guys were. Working with the company Cameron, you're currently still working with Viral Launch right now. But so, tell us a little bit about how your experience. How did you get started in e-commerce? And kind of, you guys have been friends for quite some time, even before yeah. you guys got started and being masterminds in this space. So tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself, Cameron.
3: Yeah, Lindsay and I, knew, we, Lindsay and I go back to college. Uh, we were we were RAs and ARDs, like student leadership positions in brother and sister dorms. So we actually mm-hmm. knew each other way back in college. We ran, our, we ran our dorms, man. No, uh, we had a good time, we had a good time uh, back then. And then lindsay introduced me actually to Viral Launch. And Viral Launch was is purely Amazon e-commerce. But mm-hmm. I actually started selling on Amazon when I was in high school. So I just did flipping stuff, arbitrage, buy low, sell high. I bought just random stuff from thrift stores and started selling them, making money, and that helped pay my way through college. So that introduced mm-hmm. me to the idea of arbitrage and e-commerce and the potential of Amazon and after that Lindsay and I both like Lindsay said just took an extremely deep dive into Amazon e-commerce when we were uh, working for viral launch that was both of our first jobs out of college and it was great to have that experience honestly and like Lindsay said also it was our first introduction to the concept of a side hustle Mm. and we were like our jobs we were teaching other people how to do it and so both Lindsay and I were like, "Hey." you want to do this thing? And we were both like, Oh yeah, we should do it with each other. So we started our side gig and I mean, man, that experience of finding the balance between working full time and working Mm part-time on something else. Like we had many a late night grinding out the extra tasks that were needed to build a side op. And from that, I mean, it did well enough for us to, I mean, to leave our full-time jobs and to move out to Los Angeles yeah, so yeah, it was good for us to find and take those risks, and it. I, I think more than anything, starting a side hustle like e-commerce has helped us understand uh, how important it is to take bigger risks. Right, we took some big risks, and it taught us. Uh, we failed failed a lot through the whole process too, right? But it taught us the importance of taking some risks starting mm-hmm. other things. So I'm back. I'm doing content for viral launch again. That was my primary thing was teaching teaching our users how to sell and so I'm back doing content for them, podcasts, entertainment, stuff like that. But, you know, still doing side gigs 2020 COVID is the year of the side gig. You and you know, hear- I
0: think
1: it, it is. It is a hundred percent, Cameron. Like three hundred percent. And you know, I think one of the one thing I love about you too is that you guys are hustlers. And, and you know, the, one of the biggest things about me is that I always love working with people with like amazing work ethic. And I want us to go down and dive deep on how Big Black Tea happened, right? And literally. How we even came up with this during COVID, right? Because, you know, we, we uh, you know, I because I, 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 I've shared with you guys and we all know like the intent with Big Black Teeth, we wanted to be also a part of the movement, not only for our guy community, but also beyond the guy community globally. And, you know, for me, I remember I literally was in Lindsay and Cam's living room for those listening. And we were talking about, hey, like, look, like if we, if we, if you guys want to like put your your, your craft, your, your mindset to use and, Like you guys are trying to start it. You should do it. Like they were having doubts about, should we do it with creators? Which creators? I'm like, no, do it. Because so many creators like me would love to have something like that. And here's here's the thing. I was like, you know, I would love to have a tea bread. I just threw that out there, y'all. And Lindsay and Cameron were like, oh, yeah, we can make that happen. I was like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, we can make that happen. I was like, wait, dive deep on that. Like, how do you make that happen? Like, what is, like, they're like, well, it's actually quite easy because we already have the formula. We all we already have the template. We can work with you on that. And they were like, they were literally like, say less. I was like, yo, I would be, I would love to be the perfect case study. So given literally, this was pre-COVID around like February or January, I believe, pre-COVID, and then COVID happened, you know, we, we we still had this on the table. We were working on it, going back and forth, ideating, creating, thinking about it. And literally throughout the entire summer, we've been working on this. Literally, while everybody else was asleep, while people while businesses were shutting down, while people, you know, like things, bad things were happening. We were like, okay, let's keep this going because we know that the world really needs this. And you know, for me, I've been incredibly proud of how we executed. But I want Lindsay and Cameron to kind of dive deep on just like the the world that is e-commerce and some of the trends that you guys are seeing on in the e-commerce industry. And really, how can people kind of form this same template in kind of how do they build that side hustle around CBG or direct-to-consumer? And I'll go ahead and um, Cameron, you go ahead and go first, brother.
3: Yeah. So I think it's, it's really important to point out how e-commerce is changing. This is the first thing that just comes to mind, right? Like COVID is accelerating the growth of e-commerce. Let's take a look at Q4. It's Q4 right now. Uh, Black Friday Cyber Monday is coming up. A lot of stores have already canceled their um, in-person Black Friday Cyber Monday events because of that. It, this is we're seeing a huge al- already. We were seeing such a huge adaptation adoption to online e-commerce, like Amazon. Mm. The growth of Amazon is a huge testament to that. But Q4 COVID has shown just how important it is to have e-commerce availability for your store wherever you are. Like people mm. are are massively migrating to buying online. And it will be the case also, like Amazon sellers themselves are expecting this to be the biggest Q4 of their life, of their life, like it, it, way bigger than before. So oh. you know, e-commerce is growing, but I think, I think it's it's really easy to make e-commerce more complicated than it is, mm. which essentially is you have a product. I mean, there are teenagers doing e-commerce, right? You find a product, you find someone, you, you understand where the demand is, you understand mm-hmm. then how to source and manufacture that product, you develop a brand around it, and you bring it to market. And then mm-hmm. the tail end of that is marketing, right? Distributing, yeah. but essentially, it's kind of like five steps to the process. And that's it. Oh. That's really it, y'all. That's, that's, it. Yeah. Oh, five steps, super easy. <laughs> and there's a, there's a ton in that and Lindsay, I want you to fill definitely fill in the gaps here. But it's, it's honestly, it's the technical, like in, in each of those five steps, there are, it's, it's like five or six steps, but in each of those, the process of, of actually finding a, a product, that's probably the most important thing that trips people up is actually finding the product that will do well. Which, mm-hmm. There are tools and different ways to determine how a product is going to do well. And that even that process is changing a little bit from finding a product that does well to actually finding a product that fits a person's brand. So for example, mm. Tim, tea fits you really well. And we went through yeah. that, process, that that, that, that short process of Tim saying, Hey, I want tea. And then Lindsay and I saying, Oh, we could do that. Like that's it. But tea just fits who you are. So yep. we're, we are seeing, and Lindsay and I both have seen the transition away from just purely picking products that sell well, which you can still do mm. to picking products that define your personal brand or your company's brand really well. Lindsay, I don't know if really? you want
2: to Yeah, no, I I definitely second, you know, it's it's a process and it's something that anyone can do really. And Cam and I's background was in Amazon, right? So it was very like you didn't have to have a um, any influence to make any money. Like Cam and I had very small followings online and we were able to make, you know, a six figure income with this side hustle. But where we kind of see e-commerce going, which is interesting is we see the barrier for people who have a community or people who have influence or people who have really given to a community online. We see huge opportunity for them to be able to leverage some of that and mm-hmm. offer something to their community um, that is low cost. So something mm-hmm. like tea, right? Only $13. It's not a huge ask, right? Value, yeah, but it's high low. value, it's high value. And, um, one of my favorite examples of this is Tracy Ellis Ross. So she's the star of Blackish on ABC. Um, she has been, had been working on a hair brand line for about ten years, and she kept going to investors trying to get funding for this hair care line. Um, and investors kept saying, "You really need to stick to entertainment. You have no idea what you're doing in e-commerce." Please wow. stop. So and, and she went to so many investors who just wouldn't give her the time of day. She finally found a team of a couple people who helped her to launch this brand and they sold out in like uh, two hours. They were in Ulta within two months. Um, and she's got this like insanely, she, I think they had 130,000 followers on the brand's Instagram within two weeks. And so it just really goes to show like you know, I love Tracy. She's on my the wall behind I me. So, <laughs> right, right. so if Tracy's gonna if Tracy's gonna offer something for my hair type, which she does, of course mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy it. Like I'm gonna support her. I love everything that she stands for. I love everything that she's about. So that's just one example I think of where we see e-commerce going, which is these people who have really invested um, in the the health and the well-being and the you know attitude of their community, and then they're able to offer something that really connects, allows another layer of connection for for their their people.
1: And that's a powerful example because, you know, one of the things I often tell people is that, you know, it's good that she didn't do that too, right, Tracy Ellis Ross, because a lot of those investors would have diluted her business, and now she has full ownership, full rights to her business. And everything her brand it's all owned and under her and that's huge so all of the d- investors who denied her were actually doing her a favor and she already had the audience and the marketing and the moat of of, of of a network to really drive the product to market so that's a p- perfect example of what i often educate a lot of founders and and, and, and even founders slash investors on how they should think about investing it's like empower the founder to have ownership right like tracy's a founder in that regard and i think a lot of we're seeing a huge movement right now in the future workspace but in general of where a lot of creators are taking control of their brands whether it be through social e-commerce through online platforms allow them to you know at least you know have subscriptions around their businesses their content and you know big black tea you know our brand is like a perfect example of that big black tea so if y'all haven't checked out bigblacktea.com please make sure to show us some love check out bigblacktea.com you know it's I think one of the biggest things that I realized when it comes to building anything like this is that it takes teammanship like Lindsay Cameron and I we literally went through the process you know for us you know our design aesthetic is very simple very essential that's my my design philosophy as a as a leader and a designer but we really went through the process thinking like how do we make something that's very tailored to my brand but also is in service of our guide community and I think a lot of people don't often realize that there's a process the creative process is a real thing and Lindsay and you Lindsay and Kim are highly creative people they 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 they, they perce- perceptibly don't seem like them, but they're super creative and how <laughs> I want you to dive deep on your creative process because you you know you're you're always inspired by a variety of different things and people specifically women who are some of the women that inspire you and you know what is your creative process like
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, in terms of women that inspire me, we've got the uh, the top 15 up here. Uh, also, my my mom is one too. And I, I've been thinking I need to put my family up here. But um, yeah, you can see Ruth, Ruth up there, who, of course, we, we lost recently and um, left such a legacy. But we've also got, of course, Oprah. Oprah was a big context, actually, of when uh, Big Black Tea came up. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but we were talking a lot about Oprah that night. And I think that says a lot about about what we're building here right and um in terms of my creative process what's really important for me is that i create space in my brain to allow my like um authentic thoughts to have room to breathe and room to express themselves and so for me that looks like i have to do a morning routine like if i don't do my morning routine i am out for the count i should not talk to anyone it's just not a good scenario but if i'm able to You know, wake up, either go on around and do or do yoga, drink some tea, meditate, journal, and or read. Like those things are so foundational because then I'm actually able to sit down and be like, okay, here's what I care about. Here's how I um, want to prioritize the things that I care about, and then I can just start uh, executing on those things. And so, yeah, for me, it's just all about um, setting the stage to allow myself to create. Wow,
3: that's powerful, Cameron. You. Yeah. I mean, to give context to the creativity around the products, like you can, you can make products without essence. You can create products that have no creativity and actually do well. Um, Lindsay and I have done that. I mean, we were creative in the products that we had, but really Lindsay and I have noticed this just empty emptiness, honestly, in the e-commerce space. Mm. And like we talked about, we're seeing a shift over to essence full of essence products and that's what we want Lindsay and i both got really tired of honestly just pushing the the essence list products product lines Mm -hmm. and that's what we that's what honestly tim that's why we were so excited to work with you because you have essence like you have a a solid community and a solid message and creating a product around if you have a solid a solid person like tim Mm -hmm. and you bring a product into market that's a part of that it already has essence like honestly the creativity isn't too difficult to come up with because tim you've Uh, already done the work to fill in that essence so that's that's a big part of why we want to move in this direction because we want to bring products to life that have essence um for myself i I like surrounding myself with with voices that's um i feel fill me up so for me (laughs) i follow gary v and tom bilyeu those are two guys who really shout out to gary v and tom yeah those guys those guys are great i i bought speaking of product i gary v was selling these these baseball cards and i don't i don't watch baseball man i don't watch baseball at all i've never owned a baseball card in my life but if gary v's selling these baseball cards and one of the cards in the in the pack is of gary v that's signed by gary v you better believe i'm buying a pack of gary v baseball cards that's another just like solid product example of an influencer. Right. Right. But like similar to Lindsay, I I really try to make space for myself in the morning, which is tough because now I'm working for an East coast company and I'm on, I'm on West coast time. So I got to start at like 6am, but Mm. making space to think, making space to breathe. Mm. um, I'm big on cold showers. Cold showers are my jam. Good. Taking like one of the first things in the morning, getting in cold shower, journaling, reading, uh, making space in the evening specifically. I, I personally believe that the next day starts in the evening. So uh, it's it's good to get up early, but it's also how you feel in the morning. If you get up early is it correlates directly with how you feel in the evening and how much space yeah. you give yourself in the evening as well. So I, I, I take, I'm a big proponent of taking time for myself in the evening, like no screens, 30 minutes to an hour before bed, using that yeah. time to recharge, think, meditate breathe journal read all that stuff that's yeah. how i carry and i will say Lindsay, you're probably more creative than me i i'm working at it's definitely a work in progress i don't know <laughs> it's definitely a work in progress like creativity
0: we all
2: we all have our our avenues yeah. right they they look different which is why we make a good team you know we, we truly all have different strengths and we all have different ways of manifesting our creativity and i think that the three of us make a really good team in that's, that
1: why, that's why that's why we work together <laughs> Exactly. exactly. But you know, what's so funny that everything you guys both just mentioned, is, it's why we built this, right? It's like why we built Big Black Tea because, you know, no matter what your Zen zone is, no matter what that looks like, your creative flair, no matter like, you know, I was just on Instagram yesterday drinking Big Black Tea and listening to Drake in my Zen zone because tea is something that is like, it, it comforts me, it allows me to de-stress, but I also mix it with music and it allows me to be creative to start thinking about what can I learn? What can I listen to to get inspired? And I, I think that's why I'm so big on people drinking tea. Um, it, it's okay if you're tea and a coffee drinker. Uh, it's okay if you're just a tea drinker. It's okay if you're tea and water, because I actually love tea and water. But tea is actually a really, really good, healthy stimulus for the body. And we need to have people taking care of their health, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic that many people are still suffering through. You know, one of the things that Lindsay and cameron and i've talked about and was actually a core driver for us building big black tea was due to the fact that right now we're facing a mental health pandemic as well um people are stressed out people are self-isolating people literally have no one to talk to and they aren't taking care of their bodies they're not taking care of their holistic health you know it's one thing to have COVID 19 and not get proactive treatment it's another thing to completely self-isolate yourself because you aren't, you know, you're not nurturing relationships and you're not, you're not taking care of your holistic health. And you know one of the, the biggest thing that tea health is with holistic health. It's holistic wellness right because it's more so of a vitamin and nutrient for the body um, and it helps with um, neuroplasticity and creativity. So, you know, I, I you know, it, it's, it's been such an honor working with them. And, you know, we've already said and put it out into an atmosphere that we're building a billion dollar tea brand. You know, uh, one of the things that we do is whenever we invest in something for me specifically or even um, as team guide, we invest in things that we know are timeless and is a timeless cross-cultural thing. And, you know, I would love for for Cameron and Lizzie to share a little bit about like, you know, for you guys, like, what what's your what would be your favorite cross cultural timeless thing or activity that a lot of people may not know that you do, but it's like super super exciting for you. Ooh.
3: Interesting. All right. Yeah.
2: I don't know how timeless mine is, um, or cross cultural, <laughs> but something something that I really enjoy that maybe not many people would know that I enjoy it, is boxing. Ooh. Um, Yeah, I really love boxing. I miss it so much. When I lived in Indianapolis, I had a, um, like a subscription to a boxing gym. And it was like a class setting. I just love, I I feel like it helps me de-stress so well. Because, you know, as someone who, as someone with a growth mindset, and as someone who is trying to like leave an impact, um, I feel like there is a lot of stress that comes with that or there can be a lot of like buildup because there's a lot of things I want to do and there's not always enough avenues for me to like put that energy into so for me boxing is a way to like just get out energy in a way that actually is like good for my body Um, and when I leave a boxing session I feel like this huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders and I just feel like I could like I don't know I feel like I'm in a wonderland or something Um, so boxing is has really really been helpful for me.
3: Amazing! Amazing. You yeah. carry? Uh, yeah, movement. Movement is the same for me. So I, I, I have to move every every day. I have to do something just to get my like. There's some release that comes with exercise. And so coming out, since coming out here, I mean, COVID has changed a lot. Like I was a, I would call quali- myself. I would before quali- qualify myself as a gym bro, but I <laughs> since then have. No gyms out here in LA right now. So I have since then really taken up surfing actually as my release, man. And honestly, like there is, there is nothing that I've experienced like being on the water. Like it is Mm -hmm. such a, a Zen thing to be sunrise or sunset, to be on the water and to catch waves. It's, it's actually been an incredible time and an incredible way for a moving meditation, honestly. And Mm -hmm. so I've, I've really enjoyed that. But in terms of impact, I, I've taken a step back from this. Um, the movement actually correlates with this. But when I was a teen, I went through an eating disorder. And since then, I've, I've made a, a separate channel for myself to talk with other people and spread awareness around eating disorders, specifically in males. And that has been such a, a both really hard thing, but mm. also an incredible thing for myself to process through and in terms of like cross-cultural impact that's one of the things that's come to mind and i've taken a step back from that specifically just social media in general since COVID has started because i Mm -hmm. I felt like uh i just like i needed to like i felt like i needed to take a step back and and to really make sure that i was okay during this time yeah and create clarity in
1: your brain you know and i'm a big proponent of that and you know a lot of people put a lot of bad toxic content on social media So even for me, like I'm a more of a generator and I'm super creative. So I'm always putting positive content out there because that's what I want people to really gravitate to. And, you know, I'm just a a, a positive inherently abundant individual, but a lot of people need to actually intentionally take that social media break because some people are too kind of absorbed by toxic content and they're following people they shouldn't be. So it's actually affecting their own mental and physical health um, because they're always trying to compare themselves to people, or they're forgetting completely who they are because they're trying to mimic people. So I love that, Cameron. That, that you know that you're doing that and that you're creating that clarity. And I think you know that's a and one of the things I love about you, Cameron, is the fact that, dude, I love being in the water too. I think being in the water and being outside and sweating is actually really, really healthy for the body. And a lot of people fail to do that. So it's great that you have that holistic um, regimen. And that's a timeless thing. Like being in the water, there's water everywhere. <laughs> Anyone can do that. So that's so true. Let me show love to our amazing community who's tuned in and locked into this episode right now. Tim, are you adding a big black teeth on a paper, like in fortune cook inside the package to inspire?
3: Hey, that we're adding that to the list. I love that idea.
2: (laughs) I love like the fortune cookie, like individualized idea, but we, we do have something kind of similar. So on the back of the, um, package, uh, is a prompt so it says what do you want to stand for and so the idea is that with that prompt you'll you'll write in what you want to stand for and share it with us on on social wherever you hang out just because um like Tim said you know he was in his zen zone he was listening to music he was um drinking tea and just you know vibing and uh we wanna we wanna see like when you're vibing Guide community, big black tea community. When you're vibing, like, what what is it that you're standing for? What is it that you're, you know, working to stand for? So, um, love the idea of, of yeah. the fortune cookie thing, but I we're definitely to
3: touch, trying to work on that. I, I want to give a little, just a bit of insight from, like, just really, this is really technical, specific product knowledge, right? But I think it would be just a good example to talk through. It's a great idea, and we actually play it around with individualized uh, messages in each pack of tea. But there's there's actually challenge in Um, so tea is technically like a food product. And so there's actually challenge. there are challenges in getting individualized things inside of a tea bag. So this is just like a small explanation. I just, I figured this is, people might be interested in this, but it's, it's actually pretty tough to, uh, holistically and just importing product into the United States have a a product or an individualized card, for example, like in a tea pack, just a little, a little context, but it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Great idea. Lelane,
1: if you ever want to start your own team brand, <laughs> something for you to know. But more much more, more importantly, Lelane, thank you so much for showing love and supporting us and being part of Team Guide. And, you know, we can't wait until you get hands on your big black tea, so you can show us your Zen zone. And more importantly, sip in harmony is what we believe in you know cameron lindsey's been such an honor having you guys on the show you know i love you guys i'm so grateful to be building this movement with you guys to have you guys a part of team guide and more importantly you know to, to really be like us delivering a product to the world that the world actually needs right now and crosses borders you know it you know for me one of the biggest things i often tell people is i never invest in anything that i won't do for the next 30 plus years you know, and, you know, when I when I when I really when we were able to come together and say, look, big black tea, let's make it happen. And we did it in like six to nine months, which is great. <laughs> like I knew that, like, you know, I like I knew that I knew that, that you know, you guys are, are two people that are incredibly inspired. And more important, we need to get this knowledge to the world. So like people who want to take control of their brands, who are creators and who want to build their influence, they can use this same method. That we've literally templatized and they can use it to, to build their own movements and support their own communities. it's really grateful to be doing both. And shout out to my homie Mike Gates. Please check out Mike Gates full Sucks. Mike Gates is a boss man, and he's also a guy creator. And he's our he's our he's our forever evangelist, Mr. Mike Gates. Man, love you, bro. Hope you're doing well. Shout out to Lelane. Lillane, keep being bad with your bad self. I love your profile picture. Much love to my boy Taiwo Ajayi. Oakland is always in the house. Oakland in the building. Much love to Oakland. I was literally at the park this weekend in Lake Merritt, man. Just hanging out with the peoples, man. It was really, really beautiful. And much love to everyone tuning in. With that said, thank y'all so much for joining us. Cameron, Lindsay, we gotta have you guys back on a future episode. What do you guys think?
3: Absolutely. Hey, Tim. Was- thank yeah. You, Tim, for having us on, man. We're definitely it. Um, not- but- yeah,
1: of course, brother. No, nah, man, dude, we got to keep building and leading our movement. What's y'all's powerful takeaway for our amazing guy community, Lindsay? I'll go ahead and start with you.
2: Mm, powerful takeaway, you know, I'd say the most important thing is to understand that self love is the best love right now. Mm. Um, there's a song that I listen to a lot that uh, it's by Tiana Taylor, and at the end, kind of just says that over and over self love is the best love, something that I, I keep on repeat, and so. Yeah, I, I think that's really important to remember, and it's really important to um, take part in during this time because if you know if you're not going to love yourself, then it makes it hard for anybody else to love you, and and also, um, just it's really important. So yeah, that that would be my takeaway.
0: Cameron, you
3: I, I, just to build off that, honestly, I would say find find and do a couple things, one to three very specific things that just really bring you joy right now. Mm. I think I I am reminded of this. I, I think it it almost seems very difficult right now to just take time to find joy just cause there are so many things pressing up against us that aren't very joyful right now. And to the point where I've even, talk, I've talked to other, other people about this. It almost feels, uh, guilt, like guilty to, to do something joyful right now. Um, so my, my recommendation is to just simply pick one to three things you can do every single day that really make you feel joyful and alive.
1: Powerful. No, that's so powerful,
3: Cameron. Man,
1: thank you both, man. Love you both, man. Let's keep on drinking and sipping in harmony and zen. Yeah? Cheers. Cheers, y'all. Talk soon, y'all. Peace, y'all. All right. Thanks, sir. Bye. <think> so. Bye. <laughs> and that was Cameron and Lindsay, who are a part of Team Guide and, you know, I, it, it, it's people like that I love to support, you know, invest in build with and lead with, and you know, they have been amazing, amazing. So definitely check them out. They're on LinkedIn and they're also on Instagram. And more importantly, they're leading an amazing movement with team guide. With that said, y'all bigblacktea.com, we are in motion. Check out bigblacktea.com, get you some Zen, get you some harmony, green tea, black tea. It's really, really good for your soul, for your mind, for your body, and more importantly, your growth and your peace. And, you know, one of the things I love about peace culture is that it's about peace, community, but also selflessness. And that's why, that's why we all need a little bit more zen and harmony in our lives in today's age. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Much love to Oakland. If you are in the building, Oakland. If you're not in the building, Oakland, hey, get in the building. <laughs> and more importantly, much love to everyone internationally who is showing us love and is a part of Team Guy. With that, so I'm gonna cap you all off to a song I've been really feeling lately. It's Afro Jazz as well. Check it out.